0: and welcome to the first episode of Dating Log, yay! Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Wyndham Juno. I have spent the last month reaching out to single friends and people I know from all over the world and from all different parts of my life. It turns out a lot of them are willing to share with me the nitty gritty of their dating lives, how it's changed, what they wish they had, what they didn't like, how the world is changing, and voila the podcast my first guest who was also the first available person for an interview is someone who i met at a festival last winter in thailand we literally met at the top of a climbing sculpture she's super stylish she's a great dancer she loves mango sticky rice i'm pretty sure she ate 12 over the four days we were there She's got a very kind soul. And without further ado, this is Flo. I guess
1: uh, currently, I don't know, in the dating pool of, of, of in Vancouver. I, I guess I go by she, hers for, for my pronouns. But I, I do also know I dress very, like a tomboy, I guess you could say. Um, so it's also very confusing for people. Because when the way I appear and then when I start talking, they're like, wait, what? But yeah, I'm currently, I am dating, but I'm not in the monogamous world of dating. I am open, um, whether it's non-monogamous. Um, there's all these terms that I, as I'm meeting people, I'm learning these new terms. So oh, That's good.
0: Um, what are some of the new terms you're learning I think the latest one
1: that I learned was, um, is like relationship anarchy? Or no, have you heard of that one? Something anarchy. <laughs> and I was like, exp- I was like, talking to them, I was like, can you explain? Like, what does that mean? And they're just saying, like, how it's, it's kind of like, it's more on the, in the, in the world of like non monogamous, I guess. So it's like, it's not you're following the traditional relationship, monogamous dating world. It's more about, I guess, whatever. I guess for me, it's, like, whatever I would, it's putting in the way, what I got out of it was it was putting me, um, taking care of me first, and then it's, like, the dating part of it, so that was kind of what I got out of it, I was like, okay, yeah, I agree with that, like, I I agree, like, when it comes to relationships, like, you should be taking care of yourself first, before, you know, everything, so I don't know, they were talking about that. Okay, and who told you about this? Uh, someone that I met on Hinge. (laughs) Because, you know, on Hinge, it has, like, the dating, not goals or something, like, the interests or something. Can you
0: explain Hinge? Like, how does it work? What's the function of it? Yeah, I, I, I really have never used it. And probably a lot of listeners
1: have not either. Or maybe they have. I don't know. So, Hinge is, I guess it's, like, the friend. Like, the way I see it, it's, like, it's a a more, it filters out the weirdos from Tinder that you get on Hinge. But a lot of times you still see the overlaps. I won't get it, don't get me wrong. Um, But for Hinge, um, it's like you have X amount of likes per day and you basically set what your interests are, what you're looking for. And then it's it's very similar to Tinder when it comes to like X's and like, nope. And then the other side for like, yes, you're interested. And then um, that's it. And then it kind of like same thing if for them. And then if you two match, then like it's, it's, it's a good, it's a match situation. So it's very similar to Tinder in that sense. So it, the two are very, they're similar when it comes to like how to meet up or how to get connected. Um, and then I think the only main difference is, is the platform of your profile. Um, it's more interactive than Tinder. So it'll ask you, it'll prompt you with more questions. Um, And you have to have these questions, like, to, to get your profile out there. It's like, you have to have at least, like, three of these prompt questions, um, to fill out, uh, they're also interactive in the sense that they sometimes have, like, um, multiple choice, like, you can, like, interact as in, like, on our first date, we're going to go, but you get to create those. You get to create the things to what you want. Um, and then there's the photos, and the same thing with the photos, if you want, like, those prompts, um. And then when you get a match or when you are going through someone's profile, um, rather than just having a generic chat box situation, like you, you can comment on those prompts. So it gives you like a lead, like it gives you something to talk about.
0: I think I saw that on Bumble recently too. You can like compliment people on their answers or something.
1: Yeah. So it's very similar then with Bumble, I guess. Mm hmm.
0: And correct me if I'm wrong, is Hinge not the one that it's like you have to connect to your Facebook and then you or can only match with friends of friends, or is that not...
1: Is that the Facebook dating?
0: <laughs> it's for dating, yeah, it's for yeah. dating.
1: But is it like Facebook dating? Because apparently Facebook oh, Facebook has dating. I don't know what it is yet, but Facebook has Facebook has dating. dating? Yeah, Facebook has dating. <laughs> <laughs> for boomers? I don't, maybe, I don't know, I, I've never explored that button <laughs>
0: Oh my God, I'm so curious. I th- I think I'm going to learn about a lot of different dating apps on doing this, talking yeah. to people yeah. around the world. Yeah. Um, so you, you do Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble. Would you say that those are like the biggest dating apps in Vancouver for people around
1: our life age? I would say Bumble and Hinge more. I think Tinder's kind of fallen through. I think Tinder... When I have come across people on Tinder, it's more like the the travelers for Tinder. That's just for my my observations, at least. Um, but it's more Bumble and Hinge, and I I've heard of Field. Or people have talked about Field. Um, well, there was a there was like a queer one app. There's like one for like just queers in for Vancouver, but I forget what that one was called.
0: Like, specific Her? to Vancouver? Her? Her.
1: No, no, no. Her. Her. No, no, no. Not just Vancouver, but, like, I remember, like, a lot of the queers in Vancouver um, use that one.
0: Her? Have you heard of it? Hers, hers, the lesbian one. Yes. Right? It's, like, for... It's, well, let's say for women seeking women. Yeah. Whatever that means. Gender, sex. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So there's
0: that one. I remember that one. Yeah, I remember when that came out. Like, over 10 years ago, I was in Boston, and there was nobody on it. Right? Yeah.
1: So... <laughs> Have you tried it? I did try it long ago um, but it wasn't a great one I don't use it anymore so um, yeah for me it's just hinge now. I'm
0: curious what is your radius set to for dating? Oh um,
1: it's in kilometers I don't know if that I, I think I have I think I have it for like 2030 or something so for Vancouver that would be like... I think it's about like half an hour, 45 minutes. I think that's the drive radius for me. <laughs> that's how far you're willing to go. For now. <laughs> that
0: well, I don't know. I don't, I don't put it too far, I guess. How long have you been active in the Vancouver dating scene? Mm, good question.
1: Um, I think since like 2012? 2010 no 20 after after high school so that was 2010 so maybe like 2011 2012 it was kind of like when I came out and have you been
0: in relationships as well have you dated people for longer kind of tell me about these last 10 (laughs) years in the dating scene in Vancouver
1: yeah um when I first started dating I was in a relationship but it wasn't a good relationship it was like my first one, we were young. I never thought I was in a relationship. They were, it was, it was a bad one. So if that was, it didn't start off great. Got out of that one. And then I started, started seeing someone. Um, that was when it was getting more into the, like they were more understanding too of open relationships. Um, at first it was, because we were still young and like um, we started dating and stuff, but it was never like, I was never, fully committed to in this relationship anyways. It was just like, yeah, you know, like it's fun. Like I enjoy the time we spend together, but I never saw it as like a serious relationship and they the same. And for them, they were also exploring the world of non-monogamy too. Um, I did meet somebody else at the same time and they also met somebody else at the same time and it was great. Um, so that was where I was like, okay, like this is like more of like the field of the world of dating that I'd be more into it kind of didn't work out. We kind of drifted apart again. Um, and then I was single for a while. Um, I was more focusing on just me. And then since then, all the relationships that I've been with, it's very, like, I was very clear to myself that it's, like, not monogamous. And so when I did go meet people and go on dates and stuff, um, I was very clear with that. But I also then learned... Um, some people say they want to try it. Absolutely amazing, but then sometimes they get a little bit too involved. I'm still aware of what my intentions were. Their intentions were like, yeah, I can try this, but then realize, oh, I can't do this. I'm still gonna be dating other people. If you're not gonna be okay with that, then like maybe we should talk about this, you know? Um, and this is like, yeah, okay. Um, and then since then, definitely more people, like now more people are like on the same boat of like, okay, yes, like they're also non-monogamous. Um, they have other partners too. And for me and I have my own, so it's working out better now. <laughs>
0: How did you come to this conclusion that you were non-monogamous? Cause it sounds like you've been doing it for a long time. Like, since your, like, first or second serious, I guess serious, let's call it serious. It's, like, longer than six months. <laughs> you moved in at some point. Yeah. Um, how did you figure this out about yourself?
1: And, yeah, can you tell me more about it? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a pretty independent person, I would say. Um, I know a lot of people friends, like, they're very codependent on their partner. And that's what they need. And that's, I'm like, absolutely, yes, you do need your person to be with you and I want your person to be there because that's I know that's when you thrive the best and for me um I know like if I'm going somewhere like I thrive the best when I'm solo like yeah I don't know at first I thought like maybe it was like the maybe like the partner that I was with that I was just kind of like oh like how do I explain this I'm gonna tell you a story (laughs) tell me a story yeah um So our group of friends, like we have a core group of friends from high school. Um, We would go to like a cabin, like someone's cabin, a family cabin all the time. And whenever we went, it was the best. And I would usually go when I'm like single and everyone else is bringing their partners and stuff. Um, And then there were times where I was dating those people and then I'd be, you know what? They're gonna come along too. I never enjoyed those trips as much. I enjoy my time on the island, on the cabin, when I can do my own thing and not have to, you know, think of <laughs> something else or somebody else or stuff. Um, like, yeah, I'll do it. But it's also like, i it's a just it's a different trip. Yeah, I, I guess it was just always my, my understanding growing up. Like, being in a serious relationship with somebody was never, yeah, it was never really something that I've thought about or, you know, crave or wanted. Um, some people think this is like a bummer, but for me, it's like, it's just what I grew up with was like, you're going to, you, you're born alone, I'm kind of like we're born, but you're always going to die alone anyways. <laughs> I put myself first for everything when it comes to like what makes me happy. For me, it's like I am in a way of like eventually like when I do girls and then I die and stuff, it's like I put me first of like, hey, like you want to make sure you're happy with yourself and you don't need somebody else to kind of be there to make you satisfied with your life. So that was, I don't know, that was one of the things that I had. No, it's good. I think being able to
0: enjoy your time alone and be independent and do your own things are so important. Yeah. And especially the older I get, like, the more I meet someone, if they don't give independent vibes right away, I'm like, you know what, you have some self-growing to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. So then how does like dating factor into your life? You are independent, living your best life, doing your own thing, you've got your friends groups. Um, yeah, What? why and how does this fit with you?
1: I mean, it's always like to have fun. <laughs> um, I'm a very, I do like my physicals, my physical touch, like all those things. And yeah, I would say I have a pretty high sex drive. So I think when it comes to that world of satisfaction and pleasure, I'm like, yeah, like I've definitely, that's why I would seek partner or partners because that's what I want. <laughs> um, and, and the same, I guess, for others too. Is this more like
0: a hookup culture or is this dating culture?
1: Mm, more of a hookup culture. Um Dating, if it were to be dating, like, I, I also won't say, like, I'm never going to be a serious dating person. Like, that is still absolutely an option. If that happens, if that comes, if that, you know, if the pieces fall and stuff, then absolutely, like, I'm not going to be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> but, like, as for now, like, with when I can date and stuff, then, yeah, like, this is more in line of what my desires and interests are yeah so like for i guess the big part would just be yeah like i do have like a physical side where i do like to have that fulfilled and then when it comes to dating and stuff like going with people two things like yeah I, i i like going on dates um i think it's pretty like i still like doing activities don't get me wrong and it's nice to do it with somebody yeah um and there are some things where like it is nice to kind of share and meet people and um you know going on dates is still fun don't give me your lie. like have you noticed a
0: change now that you've crossed the threshold from dating in your 20s to dating in your now that you're 30. you
1: know the biggest change i actually was talking about this with people <laughs> the biggest difference is when i am dating the biggest difference that's coming into play are kids because now that people in their 30s more people have kids now like babies and or like this is just this is just from the pool that I'm currently interacting with but they all seem to be like moms. Are you sleeping with moms? Yes. Or just like the, the just the or the question of like would you date somebody that has a kid? That seems to be more of a an a frequent question now. Because before it's like when you're in your twenties, kids were never a a factor. You know, like maybe another partner, sure. But the kids were never really a factor. But as people get older, like yeah, they're gonna have babies. <laughs> or, you know, they do. And um whether it's you know, they were they were young and they had a kid with whoever they had, you know, what was it whatever happened, they ha but they have a child now. Or it's they have a child, they have a family, um, but they're also wanting to explore the sexuality and their partner's more like, yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh, try that out. <laughs> I
0: was like, okay. I'm I'm intrigued. I have yet to like well that's not true. I did sleep with one mom, but <laughs> to really see someone like
1: on a dating app who is also a parent. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming across those a little bit a little bit more. So those that would be like a main difference that I'm seeing now. Are there any other differences you notice? Um I guess in now of being in the thirties, age is more of a something that I clue into more when someone is super young. But super young now is a different age. Before, like, dating someone who's, like, 19, 20, 21, when I was in the 20s, sure. But now that I'm in my 30s, dating someone that's 21, we're in different life stages. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I I agree. <laughs> yeah? Okay. There could be still in school. They could just be finishing up school. They could be just entering, like, the work world. Um, just maturity levels. Um, yeah, I found, like, the... The younger ones. And also when you think of it, when someone's 23, they they're born in 2000. (laughs) Right? That's unreal. (laughs) So, I mean, like, 23, like, it doesn't sound like a young age, but it doesn't sound like an old age. But it's also when you think, like, okay, if you think about it, that they were born in 2000, that that makes it like, okay, hold on one second. (laughs) They're born in 2000. Can I ask, what is your dating range set to? What ages? Ooh, um I think I have I think it's like 21 22 because there are some people that are still mature for their age sure um, and then I think my range for the high up is like 40 45 45 is it? Yeah. How old is the oldest person you've gone on a date with? I can guarantee the number for 36 or 87. There are there are people that I have but I don't I didn't ask
0: them their age. (laughs) Did you meet them on an app or just out? No
1: on the dance floor. (laughs) 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 So I don't know. It was like it was a go okay, well when you okay also I have okay, I wanna also quick terminology of put put it in put it in the ranks for me. Going out, seeing somebody and dating. How would you rank them in the order of like seriousness? I
0: think For me, I would say going out is, like, oh, unless we're talking, like, middle school, going out. Like, are we talking going out, like, once on the dance floor or, like, going out? That's tricky. Those are different
1: things, right? But, like, and everyone has their different, like... But, okay, if I had to, like, for me, going out is, like, the lowest, most casual for me. Just, like, you go out and meet someone. Yeah, you're going out, hanging out, going out. Seeing somebody and dating. Those two are like, so people always flip those two. I think again, this,
0: I think context is key here because mm. if I say that I'm seeing someone, it implies that I'm seeing them on a regular basis
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that we have established some sort of relationship. Right now, I would say I'm dating, but what I really mean is I'm dating around. I'm dating Everyone who wants to go on dates with me, and I have not seen one person, like, more than once. It's just,
1: I'm dating. I'm in the dating pool. (laughs) What about for you? I would flip the two. (laughs) So for me, like, I'm seeing somebody is more just like... uh, But for me, it's like I'm just seeing them once or twice. It's not like the... Yeah, and then dating would be like, oh, I'm dating this person. is more serious, I guess, and that's how I perceived it.
0: Do you talk about, well, let me ask this question first. Do you have other friends around you who are also dating slash seeing
1: people slash going out, (laughs) whatever it is? That's another difference in the 30s. In my friend group, everyone is either in a long-term serious committed relationship, engaged, or married. And they're they're now entering the world of babies now <laughs> as well. There's like two of my friends just had their babies like within they're like two blitz right now, so um, yeah, so m- my friend group, uh, they're all in serious relationships. Um, no one so yeah, no one is really no one's single. <laughs> Does that make you the
0: hot single friend? They always like my stories.
1: <laughs> they always like to live through me. They like to hear what's going on. So, <laughs> yes.
0: How, How is that for you to be the only one, like, in your friend group who is not doing those things? Can I also ask a follow-up side question, I guess? Are all of your friends,
1: like, heteronormative? Most are. One friend... Uh, two are, I guess... Who well, has two females? They have a baby. One guy. Actually, there is one guy. He is single and dating. Um, he's bi, and the rest, majority, I think, the other other eight, I guess, are, are all all in hetero relationships. Yeah. What was your
0: first question again? I asked you how it is to be like the only single one among your friends you said they're living through you
1: Mm. oh Um, how do I feel
0: about that or something like being yeah like how does it yeah how does it make you feel to be like the single one in that group
1: I don't really realize it (laughs) like I mean I think it's fun (laughs) um I'm still having I'm enjoying the time so do I feel pressured to you know settle down on stuff no (laughs) um Yeah, I think they all, like, see it the same way, too, because they understand, like, my... They've all seen my relationships. They've seen me, the highs and lows, and they know where I am now in my life and my career and stuff, so, um, like, I'm enjoying life right now. (laughs) Yeah. I like the no strings attached. I'm going somewhere. I have the freedom. I don't have to think about or worry about or check in with somebody all the time. It's like, no, I can just... For me, it's, I like to just fall off the grid and just, boom,
0: bye. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm, I'm still trying to figure out from my own mental gymnastics <laughs> how many people you're dating. But if I asked you, who are you dating right
1: now, what would you say? See, that's what's weird. So when you say dating, that's my term. <laughs> I don't say it dating because dating is high up there. Who am I, like, hang- seeing, hanging out, I guess? Um, Right now there's two people, but it's the different part is that, you know how I said they travel right now? It's like they're, someone's down in like the States with their partner situation, but I'm like, we're still in touch, but like, they're not, they're in the background right now versus when someone's in Vancouver or like in the city, they're in the, more in the foreground, (laughs) I guess. Like ebbs and flows, like, so I don't know if that answers your question, (laughs) like, who am i seeing like how many people are saying two three i don't know it'll be different next like next month like may like i have people coming up like someone coming up from like california so it's like and so that's somebody else so it's like it's hard hard to give it a number okay
0: let me ask you what do you find the most enjoyable about seeing people <laughs> hanging out with people in a more than
1: friendship way let's say can we define it like that i mean the conversations are always interesting because as we get older we're more open with what we like and what we don't like and like and everything so um i guess like you know the conversations are always fun but it's always like the activities of what, whatever we're doing um whether it's like playing tour guide in the city again and kind of exploring things and just being able to have like funny conversations um <laughs> being really free-flowing and I guess, the for me, a big part is uh, like I smoke a lot of weed. And so that's a big part, like, I don't know, like for me it's, you know, people will go out for drinks and stuff, right? like, like socialize to go out for a drink, but for me, I don't drink, um, but I smoke a lot of weed. And so when that happens, um, when we go on these smoke walks and we end up at places, it's just kind of, I get very adventurous and outgoing when, when these dates happen. So I really, honestly, I don't know what happens, <laughs> um, but it, but it's usually a good time. So the fun and the
0: spontaneity. Yeah. And I love how you just called it a smoke walk. I have never once thought to invite someone for a smoke walk.
1: Oh, I love smoke walks. It's a super simple thing, but when you're on a smoke walk, everything is elevated and you just get more appreciative of where you are. And, and if they're, you know, down with it too, like they also see it too. And sometimes they're like, damn, like I never... They see things differently a little bit when you slow it down and you kind of, I don't know. I'm very appreciative when I go on things, so.
0: I like that.
1: Okay, what do you find the most challenging about dating? I guess when it comes to the world of the dating apps, the challenging part is that commitment to actually meet up. Yeah, I guess it's like trying and suss out like, hey, is this actually going to be like, are we actually going to find a time to hang out, meet up? Scheduling um, is always different. I feel like there is a time, there is a there is a window, there is a time win- like a time frame when you are on these dating apps. Sometimes that conversation, if it's like okay, you meet, you meet, you you connect, you figure out a time like a date or something, that's awesome. But if you if it's too long, it's too much. Not, no sustenance conversation, it's just gonna fizzle out. And if you don't have that time to go in and actually meet up um <clears throat> then that's difficult and i guess for me it would just be like scheduling wise right and a side one is now that i've learned is uh when it comes to the world of uh moms and kids is you have to they have there's a babysitter now now that has to come into play there's a third person right you can't just leave. And for me, I'm a very spontaneous person. I'm like, hey, let's meet up. Boom, boom, boom. No, I can't anymore because it's like, oh, there's a third person that I have to think about on the background, which is the babysitter. That sounds like a
0: challenge to me. (laughs) Can I ask, when is your next date? Do you want
1: to call Do you call them dates if you're not dating them? Yeah, I'd say it's more of a hangout. (laughs) I'm a very casual person when it comes to that. It's more of a hangout. Um, It's supposed to be Tomorrow kind of. But I kind of have other plans that I would rather do. <laughs> right now like, in Vancouver, it's getting sunnier now. It's beach season. For me, on all of my days off, I go down to this beach, Wreck Beach. It's a nude beach. It's a great place. It's just a really fun beach. Like Rec Beach is like my happy place. And the sun's out this weekend and everyone's. It's going to be like everyone's gonna be coming back down to the beach after a winter season and it's gonna be it's so that's my plan for tomorrow and if she wants to come over whenever she can because usually she, I think she has to wait till the baby goes or the till the kid goes down like goes to sleep before she can come out yeah so it's out there she, I said where I'll be if she wants to come join me absolutely if not yeah I'll be down on the beach so so that's the plan that they said they want to come over. But I'm like, well, eh. <laughs> if you want to, sure. If not, no. Do
0: you have any advice or words of wisdom you want to leave listeners with about dating or seeing people slash hanging out? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Oh. A philosophy. Do you have like a dating philosophy or approach? I don't have a dating philosophy but I do have a question, like a big question I like asking people, okay? It's a hypothetical. Right now in your life, for uh, $2 million, okay? Right now, for 365 days, you ghost everybody in your life. You are off the grid. You cannot connect to anybody in your life for 365 days. No contact, no communication, nothing left behind. You're just gone. You can go off into the jungle, into your own happy world. You are still fine but you just cannot contact anybody. But when you come back, you get that $2 million and you can share everything. Like you can tell them, like, by the way, like, I'm sorry, I'm fine. I was gone for a year, but I had to do it for $2 million. Would you do it? Hmm.
0: Like right now, just pick up and leave and go, they'd probably think I was dead. I don't know though. Yeah. If that's okay, I don't know so you the case, so wouldn't the do The problem it with me is I'm not so driven by money. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I like my friends. <laughs> I like my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: so you wouldn't do it.
0: I don't think so. I would be worried like my grandma would have a heart attack and then she would die and then I'd miss the funeral and like people would be pretty pissed if I just <laughs> up and ghosted and left all my
1: shit everywhere. <laughs> Would you do it? Yeah. When I, when I was <laughs> asked that question, right away I was like, yes. <laughs> because, like... This is true independence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, Psh, yeah. And it's like... Yeah, it's only... It's a year. It can be a while. But, like, it's a year and you come back. And, like, during that year, like, you're fine. And, yes, you might have... Your parents might worry. Your grandma might worry. I don't know. For me, I guess my... My independence in life so far is, is pretty independent. That they'll probably like, oh, she's probably off doing something. <laughs> She'll be back. That's I'm gonna ask that one from now on. It's a good one because it it, tell, it shares a lot, I guess. Like I don't know if it if you are dating someone that is dating somebody else. I don't know. It might be a different situation, right? Because oh. a lot of times, like it's their partners that they like. It's their partner that is their you know, you know who they worry about the most but probably,
0: uh, it's like a character question but phrased as mm-hmm. like a game show or something yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that yeah but yeah dating advice I don't know be open be fun be spontaneous that's my thing
0: alright that was episode one if you liked it Please metaphorically swipe right or super like, say yes, that is subscribe wherever you listen. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with episode two. In the meantime, tell your friends, keep going on dates, keep sharing your stories, and I'm looking forward to seeing you here next time. Dating Log is recorded and hosted by me, Wyndon Juno. It is produced by Harry Dark. You can follow us on Instagram at datinglogpodcast. Our website is datinglogpodcast.com, and if you have any feedback or perhaps know someone who I should interview, please go ahead and send me an email at datinglogpodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, smash that subscribe button wherever you listen, and please don't ghost us.